Hey, what up, Nerd Areas? Hopefully uh, you can hear me as I drive along. Uh, I, I've, in, I don't know, the last 72 hours, I've probably made, oh gosh, 20 different best of episodes. I am in the middle of remixing, remastering a live uh, Pit Boss 2000 record that has never seen the light of digital ones and zeros here on the internet and so that'll be fast approaching working on that as well so and as well the lovely Shannon my wife was uh, not feeling well today so she stayed home she's in the middle of an all-day nap and uh, so say a quick prayer for her and um, there you go so when uh, when folks are at the house I don't do any live production and that's why you're getting me on the car here uh, we'll have shows back tomorrow we'll have a new Lord of the Riff We'll have new uh, Whiskey and the Surfer, as well as uh, Best of episodes that are going to be dropping intermittently, as they do. Um, let me see, what else? There, the uh, Lord of the Rift that came out today, March 7th, here on Thursday. Hopefully you've done your Luminous Mysteries podcast. And what we did is we put in some uh, Father Al audio from the sixth and then you know he kills it as hard as he does and I'm like how do I follow that and what we put together was an episode that I've been really working on what Lord of the Rift was going to end up kind of being like and this seems to be a format that I'm really excited about where you know I'm literally just playing I play Father Al for you because of how much he has impacted my life my walk of faith my understanding of fundamental reality getting a capture on your language centers getting a a capture on your available emotion to put in a present moment and in that sense uh, then we engage gleefully gladfully and joyfully in a state of gratitude and then we move forward and that's what lord of the riff is we learn about the lord every single day with some saints of the day what they did to well become so well known and we heard today uh felicity oh it's the other one's name Anyways, they were martyred, and their martyrdom was so gnarly that the ne'er-do-wells that watched up, who showed up at the arena to watch Christians and people of faith being fed to the lions, well, you know, people who had uh, had the free time and the wherewithal, and that's your favorite thing to do, well, some of those folks were converted in the arena by the steadfastness, the faith of well, two ladies who, well, one of them waited to deliver a baby before she was killed because she wanted that to happen. And the baby was, uh, well, she was kept alive until the baby was adopted out. When the baby was adopted out by another Christian family, then that lady willingly put together her last supper and then marched out to her death. So there you go. So much so that people were converted. Pretty awesome, if you ask me. So that's Lord of the Riff. I mean, that's in the same twitter feed as uh you know you're gonna find the whiskey and the surfer stuff you're gonna find the subscribe star stuff uh i guess anybody on the anchor feed you're not gonna be hearing this unless you're getting from both feeds um i'm just doing this with the uh spreaker and i'll probably uh upload the audio later to anchor and then we'll get it over to the subscribe star where if, like i said if you guys already if you want to listen to the new to the new album uh, it, it's on there, and Subscribe Star is basically the what take what took over from Patreon, 
when Patreon decided that, you know, their business model was going to be a little more as San Francisco and a little less America. And that's fine. They can do what they want. So we headed on over to Subscribestar. They're great. And uh, so, yeah, click subscribe. $2.99 a month, you get unlimited everything. Basically, everything I make ends up on the Subscribestar, either behind the paywall or on free. So you can either go and get your content from there. Or you can go and get your uh, content. Um, I don't know, wherever you're getting it. I'm just glad that you're getting it. I'm glad that you're taking the time to listen. If you want to reach out, if you've got questions. You know, I'm just really in the middle of projects all day. Um, but it seems to be in society that we're having an odd issue. I, as I, and I've been harping on it from the beginning. But as we see the mental gymnastics involved in defending open anti-Semitism. And they cannot even condemn their own insane actions because they are so in the tank for their team that the doubling down and the doubling down, and everybody will agree that if you say something that is anti-Israel, well, then that is anti-Israel, and that is different than something that is anti-Semitic, except that what happens is the folks who spend all day criticizing Israel are truly just laying bare their anti-Semitism in their heart of hearts, and they cannot, unfortunately, they don't understand the either the arguments or they know exactly what they're doing. But all of that information, all of those racist things that they're saying, those anti-Semitic things that they're saying that they want to hide behind an anti-Israel as a state opinion, unfortunately, you know, Leopard cannot change their spots uh, I mean, when, 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 uh, when a, I, I posted again today on Twitter, I said, if you look at, look at the party that all of a sudden we're doubling down on open borders, obviously they need voters. We're doubling down on anti-gun. We have to make sure that we remove the guns from, uh, citizens. We are going to support red flag laws that says that as long as anybody, can write up a a credible threat, regardless of whether it exists or not. The police, and mind you, they're not the best and the brightest. They do okay. They do their best civic American duty. But you know what? They're overworked. They're underpaid. They're out of shape. Some of them are just fucking stupid. And so you're going to put these people on a state-run mission to determine whether or not you can remove a firearm from a person's house. Because a friend, neighbor, relative lobbed the credible threat with no backing and there doesn't need to be backing and you're just going to send officer after officer after officer to the front door of somebody who is just minding their own business. And if you don't think that this is going to be used as a as a credible way to attack the Second Amendment, as a credible way to attack people's ability to vote. Remember, if they can't flood the United States with illegal voters, if they refuse to uh, if they want to do a census, but we can't ask you whether you're fucking here or not. Okay, mind you, your legal aliens are also not answering the door and being very forthcoming with a fucking idiot white person with a Pendleton and a clipboard asking very weird questions, all right? They obviously do not trust the police. They do not trust the state. What did we learn yesterday? They're very much like every new immigrant population that comes to the United States that comes from a place where they weren't treated very well by the government that they had, and that's why they're here. And then they think this government is like their old one, and it is. And so they engage in their illegal, they engage in their uh, continued criminal behaviors. And that is 
whether or not you were the Italians, the Irish in the 1800s, or you were the Somalis, or you were any version of a Muslim pocket. But when a journalist like Tracy Beans, and, you know, I don't know her, I don't even know if that name is real, I just know that she's one of the people on my Twitter feed. There's probably a good, I don't know, a dozen, 15, 20 people that if in you are in their current worldview, then you seem to be roughly, oh gosh, anywhere from 10 days to six months ahead of what people know. So if a person like that all of a sudden says, is AOC, is Ilhan Omar, are these people who are pushing these doubling down narratives that are causing what either were normal people who did not act like this to suddenly have to act like this? Are they operatives from the right posing as operatives on the left to gather intel and to be the Pied Pipers, to be the, uh, I don't know, what does is, what is, what is Thomas Wichter call those? Uh, I don't know, he has a name for those kind of Judas goats. Are they a Judas goat to lead uh, the people engaging in anti-American activity? So then the people who have the eyes on all of us have extra eyes on them. That makes as much sense as anything, uh, and unless unless there are just, are they being sent out to dismantle the Democratic Party? Is this just happening because there is a power vacuum that is currently left over with the implosion of the Clinton Foundation, and so then with all of that, you know, there all of that business still needs to get done, and then does it really matter then if you take a party and it used to be the red versus the blue but now the blue is 12 different factions of the blue it seems like it's only a win for the party that's becoming very very united they're on the right not all of them you know you've got your neocon you've got your never trumpers you've got your losers on the national review as uh you know they went all in and whether if it's uh if it's rick wilson with his beady eyes staring at the camera who uh, everything Trump touches uh, dies, except for everything that Trump has touched, which is still alive in this guy's president. So maybe he is. He could be just as much of an in-the-tank pro-Trump hack as any of them to gain access to CNN, to gain access to MSNBC, to make some money on some books, to sell a narrative that's so patently false that anyone believing it is perfectly put inside a box where we can watch them. You could do that with every single person across the political landscape. Are they on the team? Are they off the team? Are they working on the, on behalf of their own good? Are they continuing what they've always been working on? Or do pe- did people really just engage in illegal activity? If you start up how many different LLCs and you move money back and forth and you do it through duplicitous means and the... I mean, did you really have... Dinesh D'Souza did nothing, and that dude faced real jail time and a gnarly-ass fine based on what has already been proven in the Cortez campaign during her run-up. Again, is that just another... Is that to get all eyes on her because everybody likes to have their eyes on her as she spins, dances, and whatever clapping back is... Uh, that is happening, but now you're asking her questions about this, and oh, I'm being bullied. Here's the, you want to know how you win? 
This is this is how you win in the United States of America. As I talked to you on March seventh here in twenty nineteen, I would venture to guess. Remember, we had uh, we had the two AI, the two AI's intelligences that uh, they were talking to each other about trading balls back and forth, and they realized that the languages that they were using was that they were putting extra weight on how much that single side needed the ball and then they would weigh the language down and then the computer would take the weighed down language they'd add their own weight to the language and they would just go back and forth in a simple version of this is my pile heavier than yours until one side relents and that their task of getting the ball which was the task that they're going to run until they could not uh, stop the task from the robot that was stopping them from getting the ball what they found out is not only were they manipulating language, which is how they get the other machine to then act. So mind you, that's what's being done to us. It's not nothing new. All right, the, the language is being used to operate the unconscious programming in your mind. So the idiots among us who see the color orange or bad hair, they say Donald Trump, uh, bad, angry man, bad, or orange man, bad, or whatever uh, the, the NPC meme is of the day. Those people are those people. That is, that is the amount of intelligence that they have. That is the amount of emotional intelligence they have. That is their ability to navigate in this world. There are still people who wipe their asses with their hands. Okay, that exists. So we're not, maybe like Stephen Malieu is, is a person who has really been championing the cause that maybe we shouldn't be just so men, women, white, black, up, down, right, left, socialism, communism, when really what we have here is we have an individual war of what can your IQ do for you? And that seems to be the last thing that anybody's talking about is intelligence, emotional intelligence and how people navigate in a joyful way throughout the day in a world where everything is built on being mad for whatever reason. I had a really good point there and I was going to loop it all the way back around. Darn it. Maybe it'll come to me if I just keep talking. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have the same questions? Are you, do you also can look at an, a thing and say, wow, are these people that just have to act like this because that's the way they stay in the game? Or they have to act like this because that's the way their team stands in the game? Do they act like this because they're stupid? Because they, they act like this that they're told to? Or are they acting like this because they're scared? But if we grew up in an America where people did not think, act, and react like this, and then all of a sudden they are... I mean, what is, what's the real force behind that hand being moved and being driven? And I'd love to know, and I think that the more and more we get this information, the more and more, you know, it's going to shed the light of day and how this really was put together and the why and all of that. And, uh, yeah. Oh, maybe it was, was it about, was it about the AOC thing? I, you know, again, if she's hemmed up on the deal, but then all eyes on her, and this is bad camp, campaign finance, and everybody on the left that said person one, two, and three are going to jail forever for episodes A, B, and C. 
all of a sudden have, you know, a very laid bare, easy to follow plan that says, well, then that, if you believe this, then you believe that. Then as soon as that same uh, place thing is put against somebody on their own team, then they fumble all over themselves, whether it's Rachel Maddow, who is still pushing a Russian conspiracy angle. I mean, Russiagate blew up in her dumb man haircut face and she will still not and still won't relent admit to being wrong. They just remove the information that does not fit the narrative. They re-spin, recast, and then they're going to still go out and lead the market. Two people who are watching who are not intelligent. Now, if everybody thinks that Donald Trump has some kind of a comeuppance, that he's holding some kind of a card, a Trump card, if you wanted to be so fucking boring or just so semantically accurate in a world where that really rules the day, and it does... And even when this dude flips evidence one through a million and here's a videotape and here's an audio tape and this is this, it does not going to matter because there are people who are going to say that it's not real. Just like I'm saying that I don't know if somebody is a, an operative on the right or an operative on the left. And I can say it with the same convincing tone as the people who are either lying to you or don't know. That are either willingly complicit or they're just rubes, or they're not intelligent. Am I wrong? Hit me up on Twitter and let me know if I, if I need to be reading somebody different, if I need to be getting information that is somehow different. Because what we're seeing, again, doesn't make sense. Now, from a tactical standpoint, that if you were on the team that was like, you know, they're like working out a maze, this is, they're, basically, this is it. They're working on a maze, and they're trying to find a way out of the maze. And they're either going to try to find a way out of the maze because uh, they didn't do anything wrong, and there's a way to get out. They're going to create a thing that they didn't do wrong, and they're going to get out. They're going to wait out Donald Trump's very life and or political span and his influence in their lives. And if they can keep rope-a-doping... If they can keep staying on the double down, double down, double down, and all of a sudden their political opponent is now, I don't know, there's a state funeral, there's a power vacuum, people are going after each other the same way that their side is going after each other, then this time when they all went to the mattresses and said, how fucking gnarly do you want to be, we'll show you, and loyalty for loyalty, they made that move. And when it's all said and done, if on the right they lose that power structure or Donald Trump has a coronary, one too many filet of fishes and hits the deck, you can guarantee that they'll be all on and all in. And the people who are saying that they're going to use an executive order to get rid of the guns, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. They're going to move your ability to speak, your ability to vote, your ability to defend your very property and where you live because in their minds, all of that is the states and theirs to run. And they do not believe in your freedom to be free. And if, if you don't see that either, then I don't know what to tell you. Because it's laid bare in front of all of us every single day. And that makes as much sense as anything. Do they need to stay in the game so bad? Is there Hail Mary chance that something of a physical nature or a health risk 
or or uh, uh, or Nadler gets somehow gets over the fact that he's complicit in as much anti-America fair activities as anybody, and they wait for that one opportunity. Like I said, man, when this thing goes, it's going to go so fast. It's going to go so fast. You are not going to have the time to put it together. So understand what that is. Understand what you have to do and do those things and learn those activities, whether if it's running a generator, fixing a generator, learning how to suture yourself, running and gunning, fixing a weapon. The things that are going to keep you and your loved ones alive when America stops being the America that we were all raised to believe, love, and act that America should be. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. Uh, if you guys want to help out on the subscribe starts, $2.99 a month, you get everything. My new album is already up there. Pre-order, I believe, starts today. I haven't seen a link from it on either iTunes or Amazon. But if you want to go down there and, uh, you know, it drops on April 5th. And, uh, you know, it's nice to get pre-orders in because it shows the Internet that people care about you. The same way you can rate and review on the iTunes, the same way you can send a message, the same way that you react to the stimulus on the internet, the internet knows that you are doing it, and the more ears, eyes, and hearts that we have in this conversation that we're having with Whiskey and the Surfer, or Lord of the Riff, or whatever you find yourself listening to in this, uh, I guess, whatever this conglomeration that 4256 is, then uh, there you go. God bless everybody. I'm uh, late, and uh, but it was worth having this conversation. Later.